0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Almost Good Podcast, the podcast where J. David Osborne and David James Keaton talk shit about movies. I used to uh, actually introduce us and tell you which one is which, but if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you gotta figure that shit out for yourself, son. It's not our job. Not my job. Not my job. Hey Dave, how are you doing today?
1: Doing okay, Dave, whichever Dave you are.
0: That's right. I could Sometimes I don't know which one I am. I look into the mirror and I just see not me i have Did a beard now dude. i have a beard like you so i mean i really oh, could be geez. either one now i have a beard and i'm jacked so really it's like nice two do jacked a, beard dudes
1: do you have a long well-formed penis
0: uh <laughs> leave the fifth on that one uh it's it it's looked, at least it's at least one of those things
2: <laughs> we are
1: still distinct entities <laughs>
0: Cool, cool, right on. Uh,
1: right on. Did you see that there was an uh, anthology out where it was a bunch of Daves or something,
2: mm-hmm. and, it,
1: and it caused a bit of a backlash because it was they didn't have any they didn't think to have any women named David. <laughs> uh, which oh, I you mean, that sounds, to see
0: that's it sounds man, you love to see it.
1: It sounds like I'm trolling, but they they probably could have found somebody with the last name David because I think they found a loophole for somebody with a middle name Dave
0: Mm, what about hillary davidson hillary davidson
1: oh there you go whatever her name is so yeah it was everybody was mad i think your uh i think your buddies at clash books are doing uh another dave sci-fi book to like cash in on its notoriety or something
0: oh that sounds fun and that (laughs) sounds like uh like a thing i'm definitely gonna read
1: (laughs) didn't they uh did they do the? They have like a poor man's Chuck Tingle deal going over there, don't they?
0: Yeah, something like that. I don't. I I don't pay much attention to book stuff, but actually, I, I want to talk. Like, I feel like maybe a new part of the pod could be where I ask you about what's going on on Facebook because I haven't been on in months, and I don't think I'm ever going back. But you send me through email. You'll send me the juicy gems. So right. I thought we, we could do a what's going on in Facebook corner. That might be a fun way to start
1: facebook corner okay well i guess you know well those those guys are your friends i was gonna make fun of indie
0: publishers (laughs) go for it dude no but
1: i I yeah it's all love it's all good i I should just i should be quiet as far as indies go they're not the worst thing out there you know friends friends of ours have books with them that are quite good Uh, Mm -hmm. it's just every time those fucking clash books people they post about being social influencers or trendsetters
2: do they do that hip hip literary sensations oh
0: my goodness it
1: just drives me crazy it always picks this is what i always picture whenever i see not just them whenever i see people on facebook post about their their hipness or their their um the impact they're making on the art scene you know
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I,
1: always, I always picture do you remember the van halen video hot for teacher I do. Do you remember at the end, it shows all the band members and it freeze frames to say what they're up to. Like it shows David Lee yeah, Roth. And yeah, I remember he's that. His, yeah. He's got his arms out and he's going like whata, and it's the mm-hmm. screen freeze, freezes and it's like became a game show host or whatever. I don't remember what it said. Um, what what I always picture is like the people on Facebook doing that kind of like what-a! thing, but then like <laughs> I imagine <laughs> you like you. Like imagine somebody in a fucking panda head or a, or a dude in a dress playing guitar and the screen freezes and goes <laughs> the screen freezes and goes Wata books with no distribution. <laughs> screen screen freezes, What Sales ranked at four million. <laughs> oh, books amazing. have cool books with cool covers, but they die on the vine. Right. I just keep picturing every time I see a picture like that, I picture the the freeze text in Hotford Teach shirt. <laughs>
0: Right, right. Yeah, me, see, me personally, dude, this is why I'm getting into – I've been looking at um, thatched roofs lately, and they're really nice. And it's kind of a dying art. So I was looking at it, and I was like, man, maybe I'll fucking learn that, how to thatch a roof or something.
1: Does that involve tar?
0: No, no.
1: Okay, I'm thinking of something else. I, I did roofing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, if you do roofing, you're more man than I. I did it for one fucking day. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- it was one of my one-day jobs. I have a- quite a few of those, but roofing kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. My brother was doing it, and he said, "Hey, we need more roofers." Um, and I guess they need new more roofers every day, which should have been a red flag. Like, what's happening to your roofers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't that it was dangerous; it was just hard. I was just tearing up a roof and then running a wheelbarrow to the side of a roof and dumping. <laughs> Dumping shit over, which doesn't sound that hard, but at the, some, like, even if you're just as high up as a roof, it's like you're on the surface of the sun.
2: Mm -hmm. And then
1: when you got tar going on around you, you just start thinking, I could just jump and Mm -hmm. I would end, and I could just end it all so that yeah. I, could get out, I could get out of these last 6 hours cuz this was a huge mistake.
0: That's weird. So. I think I think stuff like that every like 15 minutes of every day. <laughs> it's really weird. Um no, but the, I guess the reason why I brought up the thatched roofs is to actually to tie into what you're talking about, which is one of the things about being off of Facebook. I see a, a few publishing world things on Twitter. Mm. Um but it's nowhere near like the volume in the uh, kind of insufferable insufferability that it is on facebook so i'm just like you know i would never go back um i think that whole world is just like it's deeply deeply silly um and it's like it's a lot of gear spinning that doesn't go anywhere you know like once you realize that the actual the gulf between what the indie publishing world is doing and like the quote unquote gosh I hate to say this because it makes me sound like an elitist dick, but like kind of like what the real world of publishing is doing. It's just like, oh, it's just a different. Like this is just this is going nowhere, guys.
1: Well, that's the that's the problem is you we we keep wanting it to be like a community of writers or a community of we we want it to be like a community of artists. Like here's a bunch of uh, painters and a bunch of musicians because they're Mm -hmm. doing they're doing what we crave. There's some there's something inherently gross about the weird double duty of writers as self promoters. Um, yeah. And that's, I mean, I guess that's the same with bands, but for some reason there's no stigma. And I, I don't know. I just, I keep thinking. To myself, well, I think
0: it's, it's, if I could just jump in real fast, I think yeah. that this is because when bands do it, um, I mean, everything about a band is just kind of better than being a writer because you're promoting a song that's at the most, if you're not, you know, some kind of, prog metal group it's like four minutes long you know what i mean so the commitment that you're asking from people is minimal and also when they're doing promotion it's either for a new album which again very short can probably be listened to on spotify um or they're doing it for a show which is fun you can go out and hang out with friends and drink beer and listen to cool music i think a part of the insufferable uh, i really can't yeah. say the word a, I a Can't. Like it's creepy. tripping me up every time dude but the part of the insufferability of uh, online indie publishing thing is that they're they're hawking a product that we all, like, I know, you know, they know that like people aren't gonna look at. So it's kind of like you're wasting my time. Does that make sense? Like
1: yeah, and it, yeah, and people keep doing it, and I do it too. I still, uh, you know, it's like oh, five people might have done that. The last time I put up a post that was that would probably be considered a blatant plea to buy books. Somebody somebody bought one, and it felt like an accomplishment. Just because everything else I did on Facebook that week really didn't do anything except spread negativity.
2: And sure. That felt
1: you know. and that felt like I don't know. Like I was thinking about this the other day. That I mean, if this is truly Facebook Corner that you're inventing here,
0: I'd love I it. No, I'm I'm totally into this. This is great. I,
1: I think I honestly think I've solved Facebook, and this didn't even take. Like uh I don't know if I mentioned on the show before that I have been over on their campus and
0: I've You bent over on their campus, what? (laughs) I
1: I did. I bent over on their campus (laughs) and went and slid right down into a ball pit. (laughs) (laughs) Um but no, I've honestly I think I've solved it. I think I've solved it in a way that if everybody did what I'm gonna say right now, it would be a positive place or it would be a a valuable place. Okay. I honestly do think there's value in social media. I don't know if I'd say that if I still had any physical friends. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'd still say that, but I'm stranded in California, surrounded by fucking avocados. And everybody I know is like in Ohio. You're mm-hmm. in fucking, I don't know where you're at anymore. Are you in Texas now?
2: That, that's great.
1: yeah. So, so at this point, I'm like... Social media feels like a connection, and even in the most pathetic way. And so I was trying to think, like, what, why does it exist? Like, what, what is good is it? I'll, and here's the, here's the good. I think, for one thing, everyone who has exes out there, former relationships, or anyone, anyone who even said the words, you know, like, I don't think I ever really loved you. If there's someone out there in the world who said that to you, Facebook is great because they can see that you're doing better than them, right? Or they're right. doing better they're doing better than whoever they chose over you. I think mm-hmm. that is that is important work because it think of all the layers you'd have to do to get that sort of information in front of somebody and still prove to them that you don't give a shit anymore.
0: Like, well you'd have to show up to their house with a briefcase with like a dossier yes, on the
1: side. Exactly, yeah. dude. And that's what we used to do back then. We used to have to, oh, excuse me, here's this here's this success that you know you must not have heard about. Well so at least that I think that does important work because people need to know that when they've when they have left you, they need to know that they've made a big mistake. Right. So that's that's valuable. Um, the biggest problem with Facebook, though, is when somebody makes an accomplishment, they make an important accomplishment, and then they become the same one who's reporting it.
2: So mm-hmm. so
1: it's on Facebook, it's filtered to that you know terrible self-aggrandizement, the humble bragging, the humble. Sure. Humble fill in the blanking. We talked the other day that there's there's a new humble rape, but we're not going to talk about that. Well, that's the thing we will not speak.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep that we'll keep that for the for the podcast after after dark. After dark, yeah,
1: after dark. Okay, but anyway, so everybody's the problem is that people are making their own announcements about their accomplishments. That's when shit goes wrong. Yeah. So my my solution it's it's elegant is have other people post for other people.
0: You can only be
1: on Facebook if you're, you're, and it's not even. It can't be somebody you know. You're like designated. I mean, there's a, there's problems. I haven't worked out all the bugs because I'm just thinking of them right now. But like yeah, strangers right. on a strangers on a train, you know, right. they switch murders. They're on the train and they say, "You kill my wife and I'll kill your girlfriend." And then there's no there's no motive. And then they become the least likely suspect. So everyone they when they post about other people's accomplishments, they're the least likely to inflate its worth. And mm-hmm. that's where things go wrong is when mm-hmm. you start to, do you start to not trust that this is an accurate representation of the accomplishment?
2: Right. Exactly. So
1: even if they minimize this accomplishment that, you know, that would make other people maximize it the same way that every time we see somebody minimize maximizing something, we can't help but talk it down. You know, when we mm-hmm. see somebody we, we mm-hmm. can sense, we have a sixth sense when somebody's talking something up but we rip on it. Um, anyway, so yeah, we, we swap posting responsibilities, strangers on a train style. I think that would solve it.
0: Maybe. I I think it would probably solve it too. Yeah, no, that would be really good because you're right. There really is no way to get around this conundrum that you've mentioned. So when I'm on Twitter, I, um, I mostly follow people who don't follow me back. I go down rabbit holes of people who talk about, just weird philosophical stuff and they all have avatars that are like cartoons and they don't have anything to sell. You know, they're just, they're people who work a dead end job somewhere who have things that are on their mind and they're saying stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is excellent, right? I read a thread recently, it's called a base food thread and it was this person who basically said fats, carbohydrates, proteins, it's all made up by the government, none of it's real, Eating is alchemy, and I was like, that's crazy, that's but a, I like it. it. But I like it. This
1: interesting. I, I, I was saying this the other day about Twitter and Facebook that Twitter kind of bugs me because of the – I mean I consider myself a negative person, but the, there's what? a relentless there, – Come on, bro. But there's a, on, c- bro. a cynicism on, on Twitter that I can't keep up with sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel very, very quaint and very folksy. When I'm mm-hmm. on Twitter, because there's, oh, yeah. this, sar- there's this
0: sarcasm. Upon oh, it's sarcasm. vicious, man! Yeah, it's vicious. And it's but that it's like that a... goes back also to, to who you follow, right? So you just don't fo- like I right. got vicious to follow with the unfollow the button. People. Yeah, well, no, I used well, to I follow, follow them too, and then I just got vicious with the unfollow button, and I was like, I don't need this in my life, and I would just get rid of them. See, you but know,
1: I don't want, I don't want to miss it I don't want to miss it I <laughs> follow the only people that are safe to follow. I follow all the captains. On deadliest catch and they don't say anything basically right. they say like dumb uncle shit so right. they're they're fine but anyway like so what i was saying was twitter is where everybody says good things are bad and facebook is where everybody says bad things are good
0: oh interesting that's that's that again that's very elegant that is very elegant actually that's a good so way of some, putting it
1: and sometimes i kind of you know i can't be around I can't be around either of them. Sometimes I gravitate to the other one, but I never even check the, the feed and Twitter. Mm-hmm. That one's interesting. And I think it's healthier for me because I am yelling into the void. Like, like the old blog days. I, 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 I pine for my blog days on here a lot. Like in the nineties, I had a blog
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I would put pages of shit on there and get, and watch the little odometer go nowhere. And it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So Twitter, Twitter for me is the same.
0: Right. Right. Just goes deep into the void and you and, know.
1: Yeah, and nobody comments and nobody and I never look at what anybody else is saying. If I do, that's when I see that, all that sarcasm, which is like the A V Club. Do you remember like the onion in the A V Club back in the day? I would read the comments and I would think, I got something clever to say, but they already got there. Uh-huh. They've already yeah. they've already done it 20 times, and you're like, I can't even wade into that. I'm not I'm not qualified at the level mm-hmm. of hipster sarcasm at the E yeah. V club. That's the way Twitter is for me. I just like to, to like do drive-bys.
0: No, and I love that. And that's again, that's those are all the people who I follow. I would never in a million years uh, even think about commenting on any of these threads because you do start to feel unqualified. And I think that that's actually what people are actually looking for and don't even know it. I think we're all mm-hmm. looking for some kind of professional. You know? No matter what it is that we're – I mean, the TV figured this out, right? I mean, whether it's being a professional fisherman in the offshore of Alaska or just a professional rich person, like, we still want to see professionals do stuff. And there's yeah. a professionalism to pe- these people who know <coughs> stuff about – sorry, the dog's going to start barking because people have come home. Um, <laughs> my, not my dog. My dog's not here right now. But we have this little – Midget Chihuahua that likes to. Yeah, grow. that
1: sounded that sounded small. That's like not. It barks like this.
0: It's, <laughs> it's like almost <laughs> human. It's it's eerie. It's kind of uncanny. Um, but no. It but sounds so. Like so, one so of the, go ahead. I
1: was gonna say it sounds like what was that? Uh, what was that old website back in the day that had like the little the real cheap cartoons on it? It's got like a name too. They had the Home Star clock. Runner. Uh, close. Well, what the fuck was the name of that? It was one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it had a lot of cartoons where people would kind of go, ah!
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah, yeah, It seems
1: like, ah! Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah uh, no, chicken, but he...
1: rat, do you remember Rat Chicken was on Rat there? Chicken?
0: No? Is This he this was, was on E-Bombs World, or what?
1: Yes, that's
0: the one. Okay. World.
1: okay. That, dog's, yeah. that dog sounds like a cheap animated
2: E-Bombs World cartoon.
0: That was what humor used to be on the internet. It's like, look, it's a, pe- it's a penguin that goes like boodle doo, and fucking <laughs> neckbeards are just ah turtle turtle and they, they still are. Um, no, but, but you know, so I people, I see what, I people, see what you're people, saying. People, hey. people want professionalism, right? So, the, so when I follow people online, it's people who know. Like, I follow somebody who knows a lot about horses. Well, who I don't who knows think a it's lot about professionalism.
1: It's, I think for you, it's it's a professionalism in another profession. That's what that's the draw.
0: Right. Like I can't. Well, but there are no professionals get... in writing, dude. That's the problem. Is that there <laughs> you are no it's like it's yeah, it's a it you is Can't
2: a, retire from it. No,
0: it's it is it. a it's 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 a joke profession and kind of a joke hobby. And everybody who's in it is just like pretending that they know what they're talking about when really it's there are rules and every single one of them can be broken and you kind of go off feel. It's kind of like I wouldn't follow like a person who was really into like reiki healing or like chakra healing for the same reason where i'm like this feels to me like something that you can't actually get good at that you just have to kind of just already be good at you know
1: yeah uh, for some reason there's it's really easy for them to start teaching you stuff we've talked about this a million times
0: yeah. like the the, oh the,
1: the 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 teaching is what drives me nuts but we drive i also can't stand like the I, the same way like it's hard to imagine in well, I guess it's, it's not what I was going to say is inaccurate. accurate. I just don't like the 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 way the hierarchy exists based on your success because that is not necessarily the quality right. or like perceived success. Like one of the most one of the least popular things I ever post about on Facebook is my ZZ Packer watch.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> and it's where I keep track of ZZ Packer's career. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a she was the darling of of uh, short fiction. Oh,
0: is she the is she the stealer?
1: No, she. What do you mean stealer? No, she didn't plagiarize anything. She. Uh, it was what was the book? Uh, Drinking coffee elsewhere, which is one of the worst titles, but people loved it because it said nothing. Right. Um, but she she won the, the was the winning Award Whiting Award whatever it's called mm. um, Guggenheim Fellowship recipient. <laughs> she was she was named. America's best young novelist by Granta or Granta, but she didn't have a novel. She was, uh, this is not a joke, not a joke. She was named mm-hmm. best, one of the best young novelists in America, but she'd never written a book.
2: Right. So
1: what I what I keep track of because I'm a monster is how long has it been since so she hasn't written that novel that she got the best novelist award for? The problem mm-hmm. is, I, there's like a hundred people in my Facebook that are friends with her and I think yeah. I actually know they actually know her.
0: Right. So I'll
1: be like ZZ Packer watch continue 16 years later. Has she written that <laughs> novel? She has not written that novel. How many I've written four books and shelved them all. You know, and it's, <laughs> and, uh, it's just fucking crickets because it's,
0: yeah, nobody uh, wants to say anything. Yeah, no, I would get that any time. <laughs> I would be basically the stuff that you and I talk about both in private and on the pod. That's what I like about the podcast is that, like, people listen to this, right? I have the numbers, right? So, so people are actually listening to this, and I know that they're silently, uh, you know, of course, some of them are going like, oh, you motherfuckers. But a lot of them are sitting there going, yes, yes. But none of them have the fucking balls. To just press the like button, you know what I mean? Like they can't, they they can't be seen like it. We talked about this before. Yeah, the lot, they got those the lottery, lottery tickets, tickets. dude. <laughs> and I learned a new word today. By the way, I was reading. Uh, it's a long story, but I was reading uh, letters that Andrew Jackson wrote, um, and he's trying to get this guy to fight him, and he calls him a poltroon, a poltroon. Have you heard this before?
1: I've never heard that, but it sounds, It's not it a slur. Good. It's not
0: a slur. It's not a slur. It sounds just sounds means...
1: like it's ugly.
0: It just means complete and utter coward, right? So that's what they are. They're a bunch of poltroons. poltroons. I I bite my thumb at them. Those poltroons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. But uh,
0: hey, so um, so that's Facebook corner. Um,
1: Facebook corner. We need to do- 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 put do- do- some. Do- do- fa- what would Facebook music sound like?
2: It would be oh. like.
0: Just <laughs> 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 I was gonna say like screaming. Just, screaming oh, you. Actually, no dude i had one more point that i wanted to touch on sorry one more point so uh you're talking about um success as a metric of of value you know and mm-hmm. i'm just thinking about any forum online that has people devoted to a particular genre of music you will never in a million years see any of those people be like well this this record sold this many co- well unless it's like you know kanye west or you know Right. Nicki Minaj or like idiots basically do that. But in most like cool underground music places, they're not like, Oh, the new wreck and reference album sold this many cop Nobody cares, dude. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Like success is not a metric of value to these people. Mm-hmm. And I don't get like it makes me wanna like slap people in the face when knowing everything that we know about the publishing industry and these people should know it too. And if you don't, you're stupid and I'm not complaining about this. I'm just telling you that you people that this is the way that it is. It's like people succeed in publishing based on a lot of factors. Being able to write is about 15 down on the list. Okay. Like there's a bunch of stuff involved with like who, you know, uh, how much money you have, what schools you went to and what kind of circles you run in. All that has to do more with getting a successful book published than actually being a good writer. Okay. You can be a you can actually be a terrible writer and still if you have enough of those 14 things that are above number 15, then it's cool. So like when they say, Well, they're successful, so don't be a hater, like they're better than you. I'm just like, oh my God, dude. All these people who go online all day and are like, capitalism blows and capitalism sucks. And then they're like, I just saw the new Marvel movie and it was great. And also, look at this writer who's very successful with this company. I'm like, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You have no coherent worldview whatsoever. You are a boot licker. And you will say anything that you think will get you. All this cosplaying, by the way, about people who hate capitalism, while they are mm. the most rabidly involved. Actively involved in entrepreneurial capitalism in the fucking saddest way you could be involved in that is enough to just just make you want to kick something, I guess.
2: Yeah,
1: and that's why you have to picture them freeze frame. what's
0: whata, <laughs> and,
1: and then the text says ranked five millionth on Amazon.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or ranked even even higher, and you look at it and you're like, oh god. 12 subcategories it's, it, <laughs> it's a piece of shit it's it's the it's the girl on my face or whatever you know it's the new girl on the whatever um but you were gonna t- yeah. you know what i
1: i am curious about you vanished for like a month you were to you were, where were you You were in london is that what oh
0: were? yeah i was in london yeah for a little bit yeah rios and i've been planning a trip for a while so, so i used all my uh freelance editing money got to put that to good use because it drives me a little nuts sometimes um so i use that to take us on a trip to uh to london to good old Mary london yes that's
1: that's fun did you see any graffiti that said dj mannay's hands
0: i did not what's who's dj mannay's hands
1: i don't know i i saw that when we were in paris on our fake honeymoon we used her one of amy's conferences as an excuse to go over there after our marriage uh Mm -hmm. we saw it everywhere dj hmm. Manet's hands i thought maybe it was a thing like kilroy was
0: here oh okay
1: or, or uh there was a yeah it, um i thought maybe you had the scoop on dj mayonnaise hands i don't, I don't
0: no i don't but I'll, I'll look into it um yeah no so we we go to london um we went to the british museum i saw a lot of cool artifacts which for an archaeology nerd like me was a big deal saw mummies oh
2: yeah saw, that's uh,
0: ancient mesopotamian in, in, in Indiana
1: jones fuck yeah page.
0: dude fuck yeah and i saw um the queen of the night <clears throat> which is that bernie relief right with like the woman with the owl talons oh. th- thousands of years old um saw that um saw stonehenge which is fucking cool stonehenge. um <laughs> yeah dude yeah um somebody did the spinal tap thing on on twitter and i was like that's good that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. and,
1: it's a, it's a, hey, it's a bit basic, but it, yeah. I'm, from the eight, I'm from the fucking eighties, dude. Hey, this wait, final hey. tap is, we're just, final we're, we're, like my, that's like my Monty Python. I can't help. Like, it's a knee-jerk quote I can't not do. Right, right,
0: right. It's like somebody's, like, fucking – you just see somebody uh, in an airport just, like, turning the volume knob on their iPhone up, and you're just, (laughs) like – you start shaking, and steam starts coming out of your ears. (laughs) It's like it doesn't go up to 11. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: There's some interesting um... things,
0: man. There's some interesting things. Like, so we went out uh, for drinks one night, and there were – there were just. Uh, you, have you heard of whippets? Do you know what I'm talking about when I talk about whippets? Those little yeah, nitrous yeah, oxide canisters. They, just, they did those back in the day. And those were lip, lips all hard. over, all over the ground, dude. Like London gets lit off of. Like people are walking around with balloons in their mouths. Like I guess whippets are completely legal in England, so people are just fucking sucking nitrous oxide up into their skulls and tripping out for I don't know what three seconds, four seconds. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, so yeah, so no, nobody could understand Rios and I, which was very bizarre, because, you know, you tend to think American accents. They couldn't understand,
1: censor- oh, your, your voices or your, like, you as a, as a people.
0: <sighs> well, you know, I mean, that's most people, I guess, but no, it was, no, like, our, our, our voices, yeah. They, I they, thought we sounded,
1: right. to, to British people, I thought we just sounded like dumb hicks.
0: Yeah, pretty much, but it was interesting, because we would go into a place and say, it would say, you know, what do you want to drink? And it would be, you know, uh, one soda, please. And they'd be like, what? A red pencil like, box. <laughs> oi, what's all this, gov? What's all this, bruv? What's this about, innit? <laughs> See, dude, I got it down. I'm, I was there for a week, and I'm like Madonna. I just I came back with the accent.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I was hoping for some oi, oi, what
0: chimney sweep it <laughs> oh, <that> hurts. <laughs> oh, so, so did stupid. you? Uh, did you?
2: Doesn't
1: your, your day job deals with kids, right? You got like yeah, kid, that's right. You, can you hear me?
0: Oh yeah, I can hear okay. you. I was gonna
1: say. Did you, yeah, yeah. Does your your day job deals with kids, and you? Did, I saw you say something about. You're trying to tell them about the uh, the artifacts, and they, oh, were, they yeah. didn't
0: give a fuck or something. No, yeah, no. So I'm the the unit that we're working on now is archaeology, and we have a bunch of posters up of Stonehenge and stuff. And so I'll go buy a picture of Stonehenge, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I was uh I was just in Stonehenge, no big deal, whatever." And I'll like look out there, and it's <laughs> just these stoned faces. And um, yeah, no, I like I tried to tell like I, I tried to tell this kid today like. Oh hey, you uh, you did your project over London. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I was just there, and she was just like, "Great, that's that's cool." And I was like, "Fuck, man, like no, none of these kids care." Yeah, there we go. Now we're recording. Did it record other the other stuff? No, it no, no. Was... It just now started. Yeah, it just now started. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Why?
2: <laughs> <sighs> okay yeah
0: uh. so anyway so yeah i was in london dude it was cool it was tight it was, the food was really good i felt like i hadn't actually tried food until i went to oh. europe i was like oh this is good this is nourishing and I'm, i eat it and i'm not stuffed i just feel right not hungry um yeah overall good trip london is absolutely psychotic and this is funny this is funny this is how the world works right so when rios and i are there we have this like kind of running gag going uh, anytime we'll pass British children with their parents, right? Uh, and the, the British children have the most aggravating way of getting their parents' attention, which <clears> – <throat> hold on. I'll do an impression. It goes like this. <laughs> mummy, daddy, mummy, daddy. <laughs> they just do that over and over and over again, right? So Ravis and I have this running gag where we're, like, making fun of them or whatever, making fun of children. It's cool. Um So, then on our second to last day there, we're on the tube going home. And uh, there's this child who's in the middle of the subway car, just like twirling around this pole, just like, and just like kind of screaming at the same time. And the mother is, you know, has her headphones on, looking at her phone, doesn't give a shit. And then this kid hops up on the seat right next to me and Rios, and just at the top of her lungs goes, (laughs)
2: <laughs> like oh
0: Touche London Touche you got us on that one
1: You think whenever you watch a movie With little British kids like they're vicious To each other they they usually right. keep the Little ones in check the slightly older ones
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, They have like true, very, they That hierarchy yeah. It's a
1: very severe hierarchy with the British kids. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird that We have this uh, kind of a similar Thing like like if you go To high school with someone mm-hmm. You're you're magically not intimidated by anyone in a lower grade from that particular school, like oh, out in the world, yeah. you, you know, you, you'll meet people out in the world that you don't know could be younger than you or older than you or And a lot of younger people could be these monsters, you know, you would sure. avoid confrontations with or like, but even the biggest, most successful intimidating dude who happens to have had like a kindergarten cutoff birthday a couple months before, you know before yours or after mm-hmm. yours and yeah so he he was in ninth grade when you were in 10th grade to you even at like 50 that's always a little kid
0: yeah fuck you and, a, tiny and as all, yeah it is always little treated baby.
1: treated as such mm-hmm. oh us, yeah no hundred percent fucking dude did i tell you about that guy who um uh he he started stalking me on book because i dated his his
0: current wife Oh, and, you did tell me about this guy, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I didn't realize that he he was like a year younger than me. Um, but you wouldn't know that looking at him. But to me, like, uh, I just can't help but make fun of him as a little kid. This, right? you know, this, like, dude's in his 40s. I mean, right. but, t- but to me, he's this little fuck. And he's, I think he m- outweighs me by about 10 pounds at this point. But mm-hmm. I just keep driving him just bonkers because I just don't take his... His like attempt to show dominance seriously. I just keep fucking yeah. with him.
0: Right, and it's I one of those things too. And it's funny that that's what gets guys goats too. But I get, I totally understand it, you know. But it's like you, you, you fucked, you fucked her, you, you fucking <laughs> fucked her. But
1: See, but that's not even like. I'd like to just get in his head with with weirder stuff. Like if I lived by him, I, if I if it. I don't know. Or I could call him up. I would just like to whisper things to him like. She named my
2: penis, dude.
1: You know, just like shit, like because that stuff, that stuff digs in deep. That's like a tick in the
0: brain. Oh, it does. I right? if somebody did that to me, I would actually <laughs> be buying a plane ticket not to London. But I'd be buying it to to fucking where you live. I almost said it. I, I don't know. If...
1: You shouldn't, because that guy will come and kill me.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'd be going to fucking kill you, dude. I'll be killing you. <laughs> but it,
1: I can't help it because he was. He his birthday is just a couple months earlier than or later than mine he's a baby
0: so. dude he's, a, he's little a little baby he's, he's a little a, baby
1: he's a little tiny baby this guy who i think was you know in desert storm and wants to, my ass
0: yeah dude <laughs> desert storm is what she named your penis dude that's <laughs> 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 Ooh. Operation Serving Freedom or whatever.
1: I mean, this dude could be special forces, but he was—he was a grade younger than me, so I could always just beat his ass. I'm sorry, that's the way—that's <laughs> the way the world works. That's the way the world
0: works. Yeah, so no, I yeah. I mean, I—I found that out when I got out of high school because I went to a kind of. Not a rough high school, but it was a rough town, you know? So we got Mm -hmm. some of the runoff from some of the rougher schools. And I don't know if I've told this story on the pod before, but we had – there's this kid named Kennedy. We would fuck with him mercilessly because he had bad teeth and, like, his dad killed himself or something. So he was ripe for just being mocked, you know? And uh (laughs) And so, like – we would like put it like, and this was this was consensual. This was around the time that Jackass was really popular. So we would like redo Jackass nuts, and Kennedy was always like the one who he was taking the nut shot. You know, he was the one who was getting in, into the shopping cart and getting pushed into the porta potty and stuff like that. But yeah, then he grows up and he kind of gets like gangbangery, right? Probably as a result of our behavior. You know? Yes,
1: directly a result of your bullying. But go yeah. ahead.
0: <laughs> And it's like every time you see him, it's you're, you're just like, "What's up, you little bitch?" And it's like this dude's <laughs> definitely got a gun, and he and he wants to kill you. Like he's 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 yeah. coming to kill you. Like, um, but at least
1: you never you never dated his like his his future wife
0: or oh whatever. Oh god, so no. Yeah, he, he, dude, he dated because that's a different dogs. sort of. He dated dogs.
1: Dog. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy. This is this is sort of vaguely related. Um, I'm only telling you this because I couldn't express like my anger for what happened to, to Amy because she wouldn't understand it. And she was telling you me, you know, this thought, is
0: being recorded, right? This is on a podcast. I know, okay. I
1: know. But she, she's too busy to listen to these anymore, but yeah, right. she thought she thought she was telling me a nice story. And I was just instant fucking rage. When I heard this, mm-hmm. she went to get the to get the oil changed with the baby in the back seat in the, in the car seat. She goes down to the, whatever the, the local equivalent is, the Jiffy Lube here. And um, <clears throat> so this fucking guy just starts like telling her his life story while he's checking the checking the oil and checking the mm. fucking thing.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
1: she so she comes back and she's like, oh, this, this it was so 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 nice. This guy was talking to me about how he said, um, you know, how old is your daughter? It, and uh, she's she's beautiful. And he was telling me that. He said, "Oh, my wife was pregnant with twin girls, and their names were Hope and Esperanza,
0: or some shit." And so immediately, I think they, Esperanza they, is Hope in Spanish, right?
1: so yeah. interesting. And so, so Hope and Hope, and uh, but, and then the guy said, "Yeah, but she aborted him. and and I'm thinking, "This first of all, this guy's a fucking liar,"
0: because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not that's, that's not that a shit tall tale works. right there.
1: That's a fucking tall tale. So immediately, why does somebody lie about something like that? And right. then he starts saying, "Oh, it's okay." It's OK, because my wife right now, I think she's pregnant. You know, she just missed her period. But, you know, it's it's been like, you know, nine years since the, the since Hope and Esperanza are gone. And and but actually, and I'm homeless right now and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, why did you even engage in this conversation with this fucking dude? Hey, she's got a
0: friendly face, dude. She's yeah, just got a friendly and face.
1: And, and to her, she thought it was like, you know, this this connection about parenthood. And to me, I'm thinking this was just some. Fucking grease monkey behind the fucking car, right? Right. Just trying to like get something, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Whether it's the our address because he's gonna move in with us. I don't know. Because right. the home dropping the homeless bomb at the end of that. Was, right. I mean, there's so many red flags. Dude, you know?
0: people are just constantly running scams, you know. And, yeah, if, and so, if and if you don't look out for it, if you have this kind of view of the world of people being nice, it's like you know everybody's running a fucking con. So I just got to figure out what the angle is.
1: Yeah. And it just, I mean, it sounds like, you know, out loud, it would sound like I'm being territorial or something. And it's not that. It's just, I want to yell at this. I want to be there and say, you know, get to work, dude. What are you telling us this
0: for? Right, right.
1: And, you know, and she's like, oh, it was nice. You know, I thought it was a nice time. And, but then she goes, you know, it did get pretty intimate pretty quickly with the conversation. I'm like, well, that's kind of why you shouldn't talk to people ever. Right. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Like, they're just fucking bullshit artists. They're like, what yeah. the, the, Whether they're leeches for an actual tangible score, what they're definitely doing is they're leeching off attention.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it's
1: like, mm-hmm. they're like jif, Jiffy Lube emotional vampires. Like, change the fucking tire and you bullshit artists. Just quit trying to, like, draw the fucking emotion out of the situation so you can just, you know, anyway, rant over.
0: Yeah, stop trying to fuck <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: like, I, knew it would, I knew it would sound like that, but that's not what I'm saying.
0: It's right. like,
1: don't take the you don't get to have even the emotional energy of right. someone I know.
0: Yeah. But anyway, yeah. anyway. That's anyway. cool, because that's a whole new level of possessiveness where it's like <laughs> Shut up, it's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm
1: saying. I'm tr- that's not what I'm saying. Plus don't, there's
0: a Don't baby you fucking life. emotionally fucking hold hands with my wife. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, oh it's shit. funny you want to talk uh, about this fucking uh, yeah, tv sure. show
1: yeah sure well there was other tv shows did i meant to ask you before you left uh, uh-huh. did you see el camino did you see the breaking bad movie do you have any no
0: no <laughs> i okay so here's here, here's my hot take about el camino um i will admit okay. that when i first saw the trailer i was interested i was like oh cool it's coming back then i started thinking i'm like wait a minute this is like me if I was like a Marvel dork, and somebody was like, "Hey, we made a, a movie about Thor's hammer," you know, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh much. shit, I got I gotta fucking see that." And then I was like, "Wait a minute, this is all part of the bullshit Netflix Marvel oh,
1: it is. industrial
0: right. complex." And I was like, "I'm not watching this." You know, the Breaking Bad is one of my favorite TV shows of all time, but it finished. It's done. I'm not it going definitely, back.
1: Definitely, it definitely had a conclusion. I would say. I think you ought to watch it in a in a background entertainment sort of <laughs> way. But it's not you're right that it's not good. It's unessential. It, right. You're absolutely right. It's unessential, but it's not as boring as like the Deadwood movie.
2: OK, you know, like okay.
1: It's, it's simple enough that the dilemma of it is so incredibly simple that I kind of enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you want me to tell you what the dilemma is? Yeah, do it. He, the last we saw Jesse, Jesse, he jumped in the El Camino and he was tear-assing it out of the white supremacist camp. Right, you remember? Sure, I do. And he's just kind of, he's kind of weep, weeping and crying because woo, yeah, because yeah, they like broke him emotionally. He finally gets out. Um, he wants to go to Alaska with the with the identity, uh, uh, um, like give you an identity, guy who was played mm-hmm. by Robert Forster. I didn't even remember that. I totally forgot oh, yeah. that. Oh,
2: yeah. Um,
1: the same guy who got Walter White his Alaskan identity. So he goes to give the guy this money, and he's like, you owe me another small amount. It's it's, it's very payback where somebody keeps going around saying, I just need $1,800. And they're like, what? That's a, such a stupid small amount. Right. Um, so, that's, so that's kind of entertaining. He wants to get $1,800 to, to go to Alaska. So it's just... It's literally like the la- the next two days of his life mm-hmm. to give you some closure with Jesse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... I hate it. It's it's kind of perverse the way they... What they decide is important enough to spend two more hours on. Like, do you remember the weirdo villain Todd? The guy I with, do. He looks like, a, like an ugly... like Matt Damon. Matt, yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, somebody ought to cast them as brothers. I've been saying this for years, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so perverse. They spend 75% of the runtime on fucking weirdo meat face Todd. I
0: thought he didn't die in the show.
1: He does. He gets strangled by Jesse, but this is all takes place like in a flashback of when he was in the cage. So you get to see him spending days with Todd. Fuck. Like Todd taking him to dispose of bodies and shit. And like, I, I think there's a bunch of throwback gags, but I don't remember Breaking Bad enough to get them. Like they're paralleling oh. something about, do you remember the beginning of Breaking Bad? Jesse and Walter White, they, they have to kill somebody and Walter White strangles them with a belt. And then they dispose mm-hmm. of the body, in like a bumbling way the body dissolves and falls through right. the roof. And
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
1: that's kind of, they do a mini version of the, of that with wow. Todd. There's a belt strangling. There's bumbling around disposing of a body, and I think it's a callback to the show, but I don't care enough to
0: That's check. That's dumb. I hate it. And
1: it, and like, I don't know. But anyway, the point is they kind of like in Game of Thrones. Remember Reek?
0: Yeah. Where
1: they 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 reek it all up. They make they you see Jesse in his broken state,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I thought that was a mistake when because like nobody. Nobody the show was bad
0: enough dude like nobody no. nobody has been put well i think reek and and jesse pinkman and breaking bad are the two characters that have been put through <laughs> the most bullshit and on, nobody on has TV fun show.
1: with the that season of game of thrones is the least fun watching right. watching that dude get all reeked you
0: know oh for sure and
1: so anyway there's like walter white uh, spoiler uh he there's a cameo with him and clearly they must have told him at the last minute because he's wearing a bald cap, which they then have drawn little stubble on, and it looks nice. like he has got this bulbous, stupid head, so that was stupid. That's tight. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, do you want me to tell you the one action scene in it? I, I feel like I want to ruin sure.
0: it for you. So No, I'm not I'm not going to watch this tape.
1: Okay, so hey, when he's in the cage, do you remember when he was in the cage, he was on a leash, and they, he was yeah. running him back and forth. So he's running back and forth on this leash. The, this welder comes in, and he's like, i got to make these these joints more secure for the guy on the leash. And he's saying, there, that ought to do it. And the white supremacists are saying, um, no, man, he can get loose. Look, I can pull on this. And he's like, no, nah, man, you're not going to break my welds. My welds are great. And they start arguing. And then the white supremacist is like, well, I'll bet your money that he could break free if he ran really hard. And the welder says, well, I'll take, I'll take that bet. And then Jesse runs back and forth like, a, like an animal trying to break it.
0: I'm kind of fading in and out there, dude. You there? <laughs> there? Oh, can, you hear
1: me? can you hear me? I can
0: hear you now, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah,
1: So he's running back and forth trying to break his leash to bet the welder that his welds will hold.
0: Fuck. You there? Hello? God damn Hello? It. There you are. God damn, are. It. God damn are? it. Hello? Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I
1: can hear you. Is this, right. is this the gods of Skype don't want me to spoil this? <laughs> so anyway, so he's, so he's,
0: he's running, running back and forth.
1: Yeah. he's running back and forth. The welder then he sees him later in life, and he recognizes him as the guy who made him run back and forth. And they ha- that's like the villain is the welder.
0: <laughs> this is so dumb, dude. Yeah. This and so,
1: so and so they make a bet to like have a quick draw bet. He's like, I'll bet you, I'll bet you that your eighteen hundred dollars, I can pull my forty five as fast as you can pull your twenty two and what's so dumb about that is that the white supremacists made the bet earlier so if you want to at least give the welder a certain quality co- hello i don't think- oh fuck
0: oh there we go all right there you are sorry it's just it's this thing where like you just you keep you like talking and you if know you you're saying like and then the welder Dude, if you
1: don't want me to talk about this, all you have to do is say so. You don't have. <laughs> no, don't now have I want to no... know.
0: Now I want to know what happens with the with the uh, quick you, draw.
1: There's, you're not you're not coming through. <laughs> uh, <can't laughs> you don't have to pull that card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me, tell me what happens.
1: My point was that they should have made the welder have the idea to make the quick draw bet, because well, he does. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. they should have given him at least the quality of being like a gambling addict or something. They didn't do, they didn't do that. So like somebody makes the other bet and then he makes this bet. He, he wins the quick draw thing. You know, of course he does. He gets the $1,800. He goes to Alaska and then they play, they play a decent song. I think the, the show was always good at playing fun songs, Uh Uh but it's like the, it's like the fucking dead the Deadwood movie. No, no reason to exist. But at least with this, everybody acts normally. In the Deadwood movie, no one acts the same. The mm-hmm. Dan character acts fucking weird.
2: Right.
1: The guy who plays the shop owner in Deadwood has since become like this new indie crime darling. So it's like weird to see him now. Uh-huh. You, know, you know that you know what I'm talking about? The guy who was yeah. in like Win- Winter's Bone and Small Crimes.
0: And right, Man. right, right. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: John, anyway. John Hawks. That's John, that's John the, Hawks. That's the, yeah. that's the guy. Yeah. And there's a weird thing about the Deadwood movie, too, by the way. You remember the newspaper guy? The guy who like uh, he's kind of this pudgy, weird. He's the principal, yeah, yeah. I think, in Ferris Bueller, right? Kirk, yeah, so,
1: he's in Rav, Ravenous. I know that.
0: So guy. he's uh he's only I think he only has one line in that show, and the reason why is because between Deadwood ending and the movie airing, he was he's a convicted pedophile. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So he's still in the movie, but they're just like you could have a uh, one line, wow. and, and no more. Isn't that weird, man? It's fucking weird. He looks like it. He's a he corpulent does. fuck. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you see the new uh, the new creep show?
0: No, no, did not. Is it good?
1: It eh, no. I mean it half half sucks. I saw the free first episode and um, it opens, it looks like a video game menu. It's so cheap. There's no it's like it's missing narration or something.
2: Yeah.
1: It's this weird, cheap kind of deal. Mm-hmm. The gr- the adaptation of Gray Matter. Kind of blows. You ever read that story? Guy drinks yeah. a lot of
2: beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: They do that one. It sucks. It's okay to to remember. Like I read that in high school. I love that story. So to see the adaptation, I guess is kind of fun. um The better of the two is the Josh Mallerman story,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, where it's a dollhouse that has the little dolls are doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for that. You know, you, when you see like. Kids looking at little toys that, when you take your eyes off them, they've moved. That kind mm-hmm, of deal.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, it's like know, evil, so like, evil, evil Toy Story.
1: Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Except there's it's it's a little more bizarre. That one day the little girl looks into her dollhouse and there's a tiny severed head in there that's got like a creepy face on it. Yeah. And she's like what? She's like what the fuck is that? And all the little dolls kind of react to it, and oh. it keeps the little head keeps moving around, and um. She goes to the to the toy store and buys like a, a police doll and then puts mm. a cop it puts a cop in there. And then she comes back and the cop's head's gone. Whoa. And so, yeah. So the shit gets weird. That's cool, and man. Then, and at one time she gets mad. This is a sp- another spoiler. She gets mad and she flicks the little head out of the dollhouse. And it goes under her bed and she looks under her bed. And now it's normal size because it's in a bigger house.
0: Oh, Jesus. That's so cool. That, yeah. so
1: that's kind of cool. You know, I kind of liked it.
0: Oh. yeah yeah no that that is and this is from uh mr bird box
1: yes bird Box. i think that guy hates me now because we said the movie bird box sucked but i mean i like the book i admit it i like the book but right ever since right. we called it turd box i can't <laughs> i can't get him to laugh at my jokes anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just imagine like he's just listens to the pod and hears turd box and that that little uh that little Kangle or that little news newsboy cap that he wears <laughs> is just like spinning around on his head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. yeah, if, if
1: you have the if you have the free the opportunity to watch the free first episode of creep show, um it's I guess it's worth it's worth sitting through. But uh I guess uh John Skip, your buddy Skip. Yep. Um he has an episode. Oh. But it's in it's behind the paywall, so I can't I can't uh watch it. Oh that's I cool. Wanna...
0: I'll have to check that out, see what old skips up I to. might
1: I might get the shutter uh free trial again to watch his episode. <clears throat> he's a pretty
0: cool dude, so he's a very imagine... cool guy. He's one of the nicest people I think anybody will ever meet.
1: Like yeah, seriously.
0: T- like you just meet him the... and he's just like he's just like, Let's be friends.
1: Yeah, and you it know? works. Like yeah, totally. He, He's such a nice guy. We played pool at that uh, Edgefield, Edgewood, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, the yeah.
0: Oh, he loves pool. He rolls his fucking sleeves up, dude, and he he, think, he hustles. Uh, I
1: don't think he he didn't have sleeves. There were he took his jacket oh, off. And there, he,
0: his that's when you know he's fucking serious,
1: dude. Yeah. That's
0: when no you know he's serious. All. When there's no sleeves at all, Skip is ready to whoop <laughs> some ass at the pool, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm um, sure he won. I'm sure he won. Yeah, it, he's but, pretty
0: good. He's a, he's not a bad pool player. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, he's, he has uh, trouble with me, but you know. It's uh, so whatever. Um. <laughs> it's in the way that you use it. <laughs> Have you right. seen?
1: Uh, uh, last question. Oh god. The, the go. new Rob. The new Rob Zombie.
0: No, that looks like shit. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> it, it It's shit, right? Oh, it's bad. It's mm. bad. And
1: I'll defend all of his his whole his whole oeuvre. I will defend it. I didn't defend, see. Uh, I didn't I like see thirteen his, I like his albums uh I, you 31
0: oh thir- 31 sorry yeah yeah no no uh i'd like that you mentioned it. i i love rob zombie's music man and oh, white zombie it's white great. zombie
1: white zombie slightly better but i mm-hmm. do like Billy deluxe's critic proof
0: I mean, yeah yeah
1: dig through the ditches Which
0: <laughs> <ditches> isn't
1: <and laughs> My, my, penis
0: of my dig. yeah what's funny stuff.
1: about that i used to date this girl who hated him Hated his music because the video for that song has them doing this sort of uh, like uh, like go go dancing or something where they're just kind of bopping their heads.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you'd think it would be this spooky heavy metal video, but of course it's the weird Rob Zombie aesthetic. Right? I mean, she's like, I can't get out of I can't get it out of my head. Them sitting in the car with their heads doing like the fucking SNL. Thing. <laughs> she's like, I hate it so much. She had like a visceral hate to it, but.
0: Oh, that's anyway, a shame. It's a great song. Well, she was she. It's the same shame that she could not enjoy that. That's that's an American classic.
1: Yeah, it was the least of her problems. But yeah, uh, three I mean, from hell, not good. Mm. Um, it's uh, they've got. Um, as I was saying so, it's like the devil's
0: that, rejects live. Is that the idea? They live yes, through being shot. Yes. That's stupid. That's so. They're
1: dumb, in. It. They're they're in intensive care for a long time, and then they, they were shot some...
0: like eighty five times.
1: Right. Like, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're they're fine. They never... I don't know. The Sid Haig character gets executed. They're all in death row. He gets executed because he died in real life. So they have one scene right. of him kind of chewing the scenery during an interview that they just kind of shoehorn in there. Um, right. And it's such a missed opportunity because, you know, he was a great... He was in so many good weird-ass movies like Spider right. Baby. Loved that shit. And mm-hmm. he... Um, to have him go out with just his scene is decent. I'll give him that. It look it feels like a scene from Devil's Rejects when he's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's clearly on his last legs when they film the scene, but also, uh, then they you hear like a news report with a voice that sounds like they should have eventually filled it in with a real voice for the movie. So there's just some voice going, uh, in the news today, uh. Uh, evil clown so and so was executed, or blah, blah blah blah. And you think that they're going to fix that, but they never do. Uh, why didn't they? If if you have to tell the story with words because the guy died in real life, mm-hmm. give us some sort of myth. Like, mm-hmm. tell us how when they tried to execute him, something weird happened, or mm-hmm. or say like, and he his last words were, and it was something hilariously vulgar, right?
2: Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. do
1: anything. It's all if if any. The biggest crime in this movie is that it's lazy. Oh, okay. the second biggest crime is that everybody's meowing for some reason. It's Sherry Moon Zombie meows her way
0: through the whole goddamn oh, movie. Oh gosh, she's the worst she, part of all these movies. She dude.
1: has an dude. She has an imaginary cat head friend that's kind of like a racer head talking to her in the radiator that meows back.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: sounds that sounds way more interesting than it was. Um, they misuse Do- Doomhead from thir- uh, Thirty One. He's
2: uh-huh. like
1: the he's like the new Otis. You know, he's okay. he's, yeah, he's, right. he's kind of the the greasy redneck psycho kind of Charles Mansony Satan kind of dude,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: here he doesn't cause he's next to the Otis guy and that's who he kind of is anyway, that he doesn't have a lot to do. He was the chemist in Mandy. That's how you might remember.
2: Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in the amazing sisters brothers. I'd highly recommend that movie. He was in that, but he sh- but they do it. They make him just, you know, wearing a trucker cap and having a scraggly beard and saying like, Vulgar stuff, but that's what Otis does. So, what they should have done is made him clean cut, like make him a normal guy,
2: Mm -hmm. like who like Mm -hmm.
1: moonlights. I don't know. That's kind of like at least have a contrast, so he's not just a poor man's Rob Zombie
0: type. Oh right, right, right. So he's He's like clean cut, and then he puts on a Von Dutch hat, and he's he turns into this like grease ball, basically. Yeah,
1: or at least, or he's just. Do you remember uh, what was the movie? Um, uh, the Salt Lake City punks, SLC Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember that movie that they were all they all looked like punks except they had one friend who had odd shirts and glasses, mm-hmm. and he was by far the scariest. Right. He was the one who was just beating the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what they should do, Should have done with him to have at least a contrast.
2: Mm-hmm. And the fuck.
1: Yeah. And the fucking the. The lines are lazy. Like at some point, um, the Otis character kills kills a clown. They, there's like a hostage scene, and he shoots this clown. He's like, "I fucking hate clowns." And then the scene ends. And I'm thinking, first of all, that's five years too late on hating clowns. Second right. of all, your dad was a clown, dude. You loved right. your dad. You loved him. You loved his clown thing. So right. the line the line doesn't even make any sense. You wouldn't right. say that. You would never right. say that. It was, it was just kind of a lazy, like, it, you know, more power to them. They clearly made it up the day they got to the set. They used right. whatever footage they had.
2: They mm-hmm. didn't
1: write it beforehand. It's a miracle that I guess it, that they got it done before that guy died. It, but it's, I was so disappointed. And I would, I'll stick up for his energetic disasters. <laughs> But this was so lazy.
0: Oh, dude, I actually, I mean, like, I really like his movies. I like Devil's Rejects. I, I like, I, I like, uh, I really like Lords of Salem. Lords of like, Salem
1: is is actually good. You yeah. know, that, and I, I would say Devil's Rejects is good. The rest of them, it, they're a tough sell, but I enjoy watching them. I, I sure. like the kind of redneck thing he's got, the redneck horror. It's like if Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 was every movie. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'd
1: watch it. But this one, and it's all claustrophobic. It's because it's cheap.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's shot weird, right? Like it's, it's all, all up it's and all in digital, shows. right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It ends with Inagata devita yeah. as if as if Manhunter doesn't you know own that song. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm. so
1: there's a big slow motion shootout to Inagata devita
0: Yeah. Oh, that's the other. Like the, I know that happens in Devil's Rejects too, right? They put on Freebird, and there's and that's when they all get shot or whatever like Mm
2: -hmm. i don't but
0: i don't don't know about this whole you know whenever there's a pivotal scene like putting on a song i know that sounds crazy right like but i just i kind of feel like you know in in mafia movies where there'll be like there's always opera playing when people Mm -hmm. are getting whacked you know um it just it just feels like heavy-handed at a certain point you know
1: it was it was lazy they did it because it was lazy. And then they don't even finish the song. Like if you're going to play in a God you better have a sequence that justifies the length. Why right. play half? Why play half of that? It's not like Rob Zombie doesn't have some songs he could use. Like play.
0: That would like be pull- sick if there were actual yeah. Rob Zombie songs in his yeah, movies. Like pull,
1: a, pull a chappy and like with with D- Word or whoever, like they have their uh-huh. own songs wearing their own T-shirts of the band they're in that in that so movie. Dope. So yes. why not have him? He might as well do it if he's being that lazy. But yeah, yeah. it's all—it's got blown out colors, so like the digital seems grainy, but it's everything's way too dark,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like the—I don't know—like there's always people in the foreground obscuring stuff. I don't know if that's on purpose. It's got and it's nonstop CGI blood, and you know we—that's uh, one of the worst things that's ever happened in movies.
0: Oh, for like, sure. Ra- I'd, like rather,
1: I'd rather I'd rather no blood at all
0: mm-hmm. than
1: CGI blood
0: yeah yeah cgi blood is terrible like I, it, well i think it's fine and like i think the raid does it well i think the raid it's it's fine um mm-hmm. other than that i though, think
1: the raid has there's an energy to the raid
0: you're right mm-hmm. but like
1: the, it the big climax is a shootout with a bunch of gang members and those like lucha libra masks they're what they're
0: why like, why is that I know, it's, right now why it's is it so
1: stupid
0: they're it's called so the black, weird the black, and the black, like the
1: black satans it's so dumb
0: the wow my what it's so dumb. Is that real? That's that's really what they're called.
1: And they're but they treat them like um, what is the Ms. Thirteen? That's what they're supposed to be. I, I guess.
0: hate that. I hate that appropriative bullshit, dude. That's what they, they really
1: they def- do. They definitely do it. The I only agree. thing I can say positive. It's like but, well, we can't
0: just have we can't just have Ms. Thirteen, and we can't just have right. Tino gangbangers. They got to wear lucha libre masks. And it's <laughs> I like
2: know. you wouldn't so have
0: like. I don't know. It's just like it's the same as just having I don't know like black dudes in you know like Fat Farm and you know Echo and shit. You know what I mean? Like which movies? By the way, do a lot. It's not like movies don't do that, but it's it's kind of like this. It's like what does a white guy think this particular ethnic gang would look yeah. like? It's like oh, we'll just <sighs> or we'll have them. We'll have like the guys will wear lucha masks and the the women will have like sugar skull makeup it'll be super tight and it's that's like, exactly what it's, happens
1: it's, they do that are you they fucking kidding that. me i'm not kidding and then uh sherry moon zombie shows up at the big shootout at the end with a bow and arrow and full native american headdress i'm
0: not kidding uh, like, i
1: don't know if he's i don't know if he's trolling or what
0: oh uh, he's got to be trolling but that's still really cringy dude it's that's it just so
1: like, cringy that's
0: it's that's pretty, really edge lordied, man like that's pretty
1: ed- i mean they they pull and they pull one of the uh the big cliches lately with showing squalor they show a three-legged dog mm-hmm. you know whenever whenever they show a slum you'll see like a a dog limping or something it's it, i've been seeing that a
0: lot lately
2: right um,
1: right did you ever see the wrestler
0: yeah i did i did
1: that just reminds me of you remember bruce springsteen's theme song for it uh, no but it go. It, they played at the credits when he jumps off the off the rail into oblivion or whatever okay and it's like and it's the the line is like if you've ever seen a one-legged dog making his way down the street, then you've seen me. But what's so weird... One-legged dog? Exactly. No, I'm not kidding. He says a one-legged dog. And what what would that that look like? First of all, obviously he meant to say three-legged dog, but it doesn't roll off the tongue like that.
0: Right. Right. So
1: I'm not... Unless I'm delusional, somebody else can Google this. I'm pretty sure in the Bruce Springsteen Wrestler theme song, he says, "If you've ever seen a one-legged dog."
0: Ah, oh, you know what I liked about the wrestler? I liked that part where the girl's really into firemen. That was a, <laughs> that was a good scene. You remember what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I like that whole sequence because it shows what a fuck up he is. Like he misses her his his uh, his date with his daughter, and then that's the last straw. That essentially kills him.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: Because mm-hmm. because then he's once she leaves him, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna wrestle again." Right. So. There's a lesson there about hooking up with firemen. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, three from hell, thumbs down. I'm Bill Mosley, still the best beard in movies, up there with Cody Goodfellow, I'd say. Big, yeah. full, crazy beard. Other than that, nothing else to see there.
0: It's a real bummer when Cody shaved his beard. It's like, what are you doing, dude?
1: But then it seems to come back like in 24 hours.
0: Yeah, he's a hairy dude. Yeah. <laughs> it comes,
1: it's like instant. Yeah. He just kind of holds his breath, and it goes... <laughs>
0: <laughs> i are like we that talk idea. About, i like the idea of him like chernobyl. i like this idea of him like holding his nose and just like <laughs> on <laughs> and the beard just comes out um yeah, yeah we talk it, about be, chernobyl sure man yeah let's or do that. Make,
1: we could make fun of cody goodfellow a little bit
0: more oh dude let's do it What's every time de- he
1: does it every time he holds his nose and he does that and the beard
0: comes out yeah, he's got
1: like he's got like that fucking Logan's Run countdown on his arm, telling him how much how many days he has left to live, and it and it just like he loses a good hundred every time that happens. Right, it's, it's just it's like taking whatever whatever makes him him. Right, like he, he loses a little bit when he has to regrow that beard. Uh,
2: I.
0: Think. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have so many stories about Cody Goodfellow, but I don't know if I can tell them on the podcast. Uh, um, He's just just a cra- like that that beard is him dude like he's he's just a, he just a, a crazy the- man but yeah Chernobyl Chernobyl all right i'm
1: going to hit the reset
2: button
0: ready ready oh he's got the oh. he's got the lacroix
2: the lacroix
0: he's La Le, He's lacroix lacroix La, La i um i, I was i drink a lot of lacroix at work right the, they're and the uh,
1: they're the preferred drink of dj manay's hands
0: yeah, the, well, it's funny you mention that because I was drinking them at work, and uh, you know, here in El Paso, I'm kind of like the only white guy in any situation. And uh, uh, there was one point where a coworker of mine was like, in in front of the kids, was like saying like, "Oh yeah, David loves Lacroix. He loves because I was like drinking a Lacroix or something." And then this one kid goes like, "Only white people like that," and I was like, "Yeah, that's true." <laughs>
1: Just want a little, just a little bit of fuzz. Just a little, little, little
0: bit, bit of fuzz. I saw this tweet that was fuzz. great. It was like somebody inventing carbonated water, and they like they drink regular water and they think, "What if this hurt?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like it. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of hurt.
0: Chernobyl, oh yes, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. So, Chernobyl. You, so you saw
1: it on a plane when you saw, you watched the whole series on a plane. How does that work? Well,
0: I guess. Well, oh well, fuck, dude! I had ten hours, man. I had ten hours That's to watch. That's bad. Yeah, so it killed killed half the plane ride. That's some –
1: would you agree? That's some good prestige TV. I think it was – I liked it. I was into it. Did you? Okay. Oh, no, you didn't like it. Nope. I thought you'd you'd at least be very sad at like the Animals episode. I thought that would be right in your wheelhouse like it would touch your – your dog love bone yeah
0: yeah yeah the dog love bone okay so yeah i mean like that you episode know, was I, fine. I have let, fine. Let, me
1: quali- let me qualify that praise i have a real problem with a certain aspect of it we'll see if you get there first but i did like the like the fucking cosmic terror of looking into that void that bur- burning shit like the... what,
0: what, uh... this is gonna be a good episode this is going to be a good episode. So, this is going to be a great episode. This is gonna this 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 episode is a complete. Folks, if you're listening at home, this is what we call this is what we call an almost disaster. Uh, all right, <laughs> Dave feels like he's actually uh, podcasting from inside the Chernobyl reactor. <laughs> Let me set
2: up. Knock
0: him down, then. All right. All right. It ha- all right. it had the. Oh, God, fuck, man. All right, so, were, we're, so we're, we we're back. Talk- now, I have listened to some podcasts in my day that have had some technical difficulties on them. But I don't know if I've ever experienced one that has more technical problems than yours and mine. Do you know how dope it would be if we could actually get like a good connection and some like good mics? I think the podcast would take off, dude. I think it would take off if our well, quality was better.
1: We're like the Harrison Bergeron podcast you know when he has to he has to wear all the weights and he has right. like a little noise in his ear to keep him stupid this keeps right. us down at the level of the rest of the podcast
2: okay. if we right.
1: if we had a perfect community, it would be out of control it would we would make a, uh, an explosion in the swirling void the equivalent of right. Chernobyl right
0: right um, right which I enjoyed
1: which... which I enjoyed and I feel like I'm getting set up I'm getting set up to, for a takedown
0: No, well, okay, so I like that. I just wish that there was more of it. So here's what I would say about Chernobyl. Like, my first initial thoughts are that I think it works really well as a – almost as like a documentary. Like, I think I could have watched all that as a documentary and felt the exact same when I walked away, right? Because it lacks all the things about um, drama and art that I really enjoy, like characterization.
1: You you saw it on a plane, though. What if on the plane they cut – On a plane, so that people don't get nervous in the air, they cut all characterization, they cut all effective drama from films.
2: You saw, you saw
1: a Cliff Notes version of this excellent series because they couldn't trust that you'd flip out, fucking John Lithgow style in the air. You got, you saw Cliff Notes version.
0: Not even, not even, dude. I saw, I saw all of it. I saw
1: all. I don't know if you saw it all. Did you see the sequence? where those guys were like they were playing russian roulette with those little uranium
0: pellets that didn't happen that's not real you, that's it not didn't real. happen
1: it didn't happen at 30,000 feet you're absolutely correct <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but i liked so i so like i actually like when i walked away from it i liked it because i felt like it was able to be a kind of Again, like a Cliff Notes version of what happens when a nuclear reactor actually melts down. Like, I feel like I understand that now. And that's pretty cool, right? At, at right. the end of it, I'm like, I get why this happened. You know, it was both kind of gross on, on the part of, was that David Thewlis? It wasn't, was it? Was that that, that Russian dude, the, the bad guy? Kind of looked like David Thewlis to me. He, he, was he in that? You know, it, it would make sense. He looked, he looked like he looked like the he looked like the bad guy. You know, the bad like the that the mean. I think uh, he just looked that like reactor like operator.
1: Yeah, I think okay. he just looked like him. Dude, it is amazing if they had David Thulis. Do you remember in uh, uh, the movie Naked? The, the, we talked yeah, about I Naked. I love Naked. That is one of the all time, I would say, top five performances on my my list of all time. And he has a Chernobyl oh, rant. Yeah. Do you remember? He's like, yeah, this is this. Is how, oh, that's real, right. Quick, real that's quick. Right. Re, yeah. Real quick. How shitty he is. He, some guy befriends, the only guy who befriends him is a security guard who lets him sleep in the vestibule. Cause he's cold. He's this a homeless asshole. And, uh, he finally, he brings him into his life. And it's a big mistake because David Thulis can't help, but destroy everything around him. So this guy who is obsessed with the future, do you remember? He's going on that rant. And he's like,
2: yeah,
1: and he's going on that biblical rant. And He's like, what was the guy's name was Brian or something. He's like, listen, Brian, they're going to tattoo your 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 forehead with the, with the fucking barcode. It's it's the mark of the beast. Fact. In
0: the
1: mm-hmm. same book of Revel- Revelations, the, they open the seal and the, they blow the trumpets and wormwood will fall from the sky. Do you know what wormwood means in Russian? Chernobyl.
0: Fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's he's right. Like a, That's On
1: right. August eighteenth, the planets of the solar system are going to line up in the shape of a cross. Brian, your great girls blouse fact. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. fucking oh, right. Man. That movie. That movie. That movie fucking rules. But yeah, for the, the Chernobyl connection. But no, I mean, I felt I don't like, like I, I, go go I do I, I was trying to figure it out the whole time watching it because you would, you, if you squint at uh, what's his name, it's like Dymadov or D- Damyadov, some Russian bullshit. But I was like, I was like, is that fucking David Thewlis? I couldn't. It was a plain screen, so it was very it he was small. He
1: has a distinct voice; you'd recognize his. Like the kids today don't understand the the, the majesty of David Thewlis. They think of him right. as the giggling guy in Big Lebowski or the guy uh, in Doctor Moreau, maybe. But in Naked, he's amazing. He's got his evil, little
0: the evil prince in dragon.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> maybe the, those yeah. things are all. That, that's just a bunch of jerk offs to him. He, the, his performance in Naked is one of the perfect performances. Do you remember his little, like, uh, the amoeba to fish, to fish to file, to frog to file, to mammal to mammal yeah. to man, to monkey to man? like he's, yeah. he's, like, riffing, and he's, like, I guess some of that was ad-libbed. And,
0: Jesus, I didn't know that. That's cool. Can you imagine that dialogue that he's spitting out as ad-libbed? Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, anyway. That's amazing. Well, this was has been the David Dulles love corner. Um, <laughs> this is... <laughs> Uh, And see, the other thing that would make this podcast so much better is that if I actually had the patience to just, like, add fun music, whenever (laughs) it was like, you know, the David Thulis, and then we had him saying things like, it means it's Chernobyl, you know, like, that would be. Fact. 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 (laughs) Fact. (laughs) I might do it. I might do it. I might. Like, I'll get a clip of that. You can do it. Don't hold me to that. So, so, so okay, Chernobyl well, it, is okay. is is basically like okay. So there's a lot of. Uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. I just like when it was over. I was like, well, huh? Well, that's a that's a thing that happened. So I mean, you saw like, it in the, I had one a of compromised those compromised position.
1: There was a compromised
0: viewing position. It was not optimal for your enjoyment. It. it wasn't optimal, but like at the same time, it's kind of like I felt like you know the. Best character in the whole thing is Stellan Skarsgård's Boris. Oh, he's like, great. He's great. But, but he's... He, but it's just, I think it's... Just, like, amazing actor. I don't think oh, any I'm character i I'm, I'm well-written. Yeah. I'm losing You're How about better. now? How about now? Better. About now? Better. Now. better. Better? Better? Better. All right. All right. But, yeah, I, don't, but I don't think any of them are actually well-written.
1: Yeah, it's... I could see that, and you know, I'm being kind of a hypocrite, which is par for the course on this show, because we said before that sure. pla- movies on planes are lower the bar. Like you, they sh- they don't have to be as good because you're stuck in a plane. It's like a library rental. So, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. it should have if it if it was going to land with you, it should have landed better in the air than on the ground. But I wasn't. I must have been in the mood for it because I was. The only part that I didn't enjoy, and this is where I'm probably gonna. Just d- jettison all was this film because what oh, I didn't God, like it's... about it what I didn't like about it was there's a certain character who never existed in real life and yes it's may, it the may have been a, it may have been a woman I know this is going to get me in trouble but you know the fact that she's like I don't know I, I said this to somebody else that like i hope when she finishes her investigation this you know this person who never existed in real life that she just slowly fades away smiling
2: <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. you,
0: you've, you've already <laughs> you've already made this magical character who doesn't exist bro or she or she's she bro. like person and, and there and the are the scenes crows. in it there are scenes in it so this is a character dude check it out so this is are a person who does her, not exist right you're gonna talk about her her, nu- her like and, and there are scenes where she's like <laughs> yeah there there are scenes where they're like this is what's happening and she's like i graduated with a phd i know and you know and it's so like this yes annoying. queen it's, moment it's so, i know where it's, it's so like, where it's like but this person's not real I know this person know, it's isn't so, even real. It's like they they, they, a, they, they don't to... exist. So the man's like the man's nobody's mansplaining to anything because he was actually quote technically mansplaining to fourteen different dudes Like you know what I mean? Like I know that's what I'm saying. People. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like uh, it was just they like tried, they just they, they just tried tried it to... in there. It's like I might, I might be a woman, but I no, but it's but you didn't right. exist. Like, you, to... you're not real. So they tried to h-
1: hidden figures. Can you hear me? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, uh, they tried yeah.
0: to
2: like
1: hit yeah. hidden, fig- to hidden figures. They
2: tried to hidden figures
1: it
0: up. Oh, can right. you hear me? Right. God damn it. Where it's just, oh, plus, but yeah. Totally. Um, totally.
1: But and also, <laughs> what's what's all what's also frustrating is that she's like, can you hear me now?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. What's also frustrating? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree completely. I agree. With, no, whatever you're saying. This is the worst podcast ever, dude. This is the worst podcast <laughs> that's ever been made. Go back in the house. Go back in the house and get some reception. Jesus.
0: I was in the house, dog. I was okay. in the house. I just. Okay. Okay. What
1: the, I was gonna, gonna say.
0: Better out what, here.
1: What I was gonna say. Perfectly was, now. That's oh, good. What I was gonna say is <laughs> <laughs> that she's like, why does she have to? She's like flawless morally. She's flawless. And like it, it, her one flaw is that she admits to being brutally stubborn. Do you remember? Oh yeah.
2: fuck! God
1: damn it! Get back on, get back on Skype. <laughs> At least that works. At least this that fucking, worked.
0: This fucking sucks. Oh, this sucks so bad. Oh, this is just don't work. <laughs> get back on the computer. And we're sitting here. We're what did, sitting, did you think? We, we have the audacity happen? to get on this podcast. We have the audacity to be on this podcast and talk <laughs> shit about everything and everyone. And we can't, we can't even podcast, right?
1: Get back on the goddamn computer. You're wa- you're wandered around with a fucking soup can attached to your head. Get back on the computer. At least the computer worked for a minute. Get back on the
0: computer. Get back in the house. all right, all right. I'm back on the shit. computer now. All right, cool. Goddamn it! Get back on the computer. <laughs> no, I'm back. I'm 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 at the computer right now.
1: <sighs> what I was saying was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you remember?
0: Do you remember, do you this, remember is uh-huh. this is a meltdown This is good for Chernobyl because this whole thing is a fucking meltdown. All right, yeah, you, can't hear,
1: you can't, you can't hear me. You can't hear me. So I can hear you. I can hear. I can hear you. I'm just messing what with I you. was gonna say was. Do you remember train spotting when they asked that dude what his flaws are? Uh-huh. Do you remember that? And he's like, well, I'm a, I'm a bit of an overachiever. Do you remember that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. What the, that's the only flaw that they allowed on them on the the character that didn't exist. Right. Right. It's like is the is the worst energy disaster in the history of the planet is it not interesting enough to carry the day without pandering by putting her in this move in this series? You know what I mean?
0: Right. 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 Yeah. I no. mean you well, but then
1: you said it wasn't interesting enough. Or, or I mean you you thought that the event was interesting, but you thought it was it was handled in a boring way?
0: Not even in a boring way, just in like a very one dimensional <laughs> way. So I felt like a lot of the characters were like they're all like everything that happens to these characters has to do with the event itself, which makes sense in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like since we're doing a, a dramatic series, like who who are these characters outside of the chernobyl event like we never there's not one scene of any of these characters just kind of doing well
1: stuff. There, kind of, there kind of is there's that very harrowing moment where that woman keeps ignoring warnings and she has like a nuclear baby
0: remember mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there's that oh no 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 the, 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 i think that those that's why those characters were inserted was because it was completely absent from the major players right Uh, The the main scientist guy, uh, Stellan Skarsgård's character, like all those guys, they didn't have anything. Skarsgård had a speech at the end where he's like, my whole life I felt like I was not important and I, I haven't done anything. You know, like they give you these expository character development scenes at the very end, but there's nothing where like like no scene where the, the the two guys are just like hanging out, you know, just talking about whatever. And I you yeah. would I would, just, you would think in 5 hours you would have one or two of those, yeah. but no, they're they're always on the job, they're always doing the thing. I kind of I kind of liked the office core aspect of
1: it, you know. Hmm. Hmm. I kind of enjoyed that. But like I don't know. And then I thought the nuclear baby and the shooting the dogs was enough outside of the Outside of the office, basically, that, that that gave me a glimpse of the the surrounding dilemmas.
0: Like the, mm-hmm. the crew, the
1: crew who's in charge of getting rid of the animals. That is pretty interesting. I thought it was something I hadn't. Yeah, that guy's before. got a
0: big nose, doesn't he? A big nose. <laughs> he, he did. That he did. guy's got a gigantic, just huge nose. He could. That's why he was so good at hunting dogs. He could. He could smell them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well here's the thing. Every time I I look at that guy, I'm like, what a compelling face that guy has though.
1: For real. I think I think that I don't want to go down as the it seems like we always end up in some sort of position of ragging on, like, why do they gotta have women in this? Why do they like I don't wanna be I don't wanna be misjudged on that topic because like A I don't think people understand our level of hypocrisy that that the needle moves depending on what we see and what we don't see so what i don't think like people don't understand that it's the repetition that bothers me Mm -hmm. that's the people trying to convince me that something that's bad is good Mm -hmm. like if if i something could be something could somebody could be saying something over and over that's amazing and that I need they could it could be like, you know, oxygen is great. You'd love oxygen. And I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, I hate it. I hate oxygen. You know mm-hmm, what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: So when when I talk shit about like last episode, you, you caught me when I was waking up and I was like uh,
0: diversity.
1: I'm so sick of diversity. And that's not that comes from somebody who and this is this is me gonna toot my own horn all of our top movies were like involved some sort of diverse choice whether directing or acting or uh so or like look at our lists like mm-hmm. I, it's like it's like whenever i start ranting about diversity it's it has it's not because of the indie films that are brilliant like tangerine florida project mm-hmm. jordan, jordan peels us was brilliant i got fucking Mm -hmm. PJ PJ Harvey's on my stereo right now. Like I put Rudy Ray Moore quotes on all my mixtapes decades before people thought Dolomite Mm -hmm. was cool. Right? Like why, I, why do I have to constantly, and I'm talking to people who were thought that I was being annoying with the diversity thing. Why do I have to like sum up everything that brought me to that point, which is in my actual life, that's the shit I enjoy. The shit I'm frustrated with is the big budget corporate pandering, the big the right. the, the, the attempt to cram it into like into the I don't even know what I'm saying. Like one,
0: Wonder Woman. No, I know let's, I, I know exactly. Let's, what let's, you're face saying,
1: it. Dude. let's face it. Let's face it. I, Wonder Woman sucked, but it did it did yeah. what it needed. it did what it needed to do right. Unlike say Justice League, which had two the two top dudes on it like uh was well, zach snyder and joss joss wendig <laughs> it that <laughs> it's
0: that's what's sucks, gonna but... happen is we're gonna have batman and he's gonna be he's gonna be as mad as as a beaver with bees in his trousers <laughs> that's...
1: <laughs> so, and that's something that also sucked like wonder woman but it didn't do it anymore. If that makes it Black Panther Black Panther sucked but it did what it needed to do compared right. to like Sp- Spider-man far from home sucked but did not do what it needed to do do you see what I'm getting at what yeah when you when you get people who are, who are like you know oh the, a woman directed American Psycho and it was amazing but you know the, but the book is terrible it's like well, well guess what you fucked yourself because you can't you't you have to love the book if you liked the movie. I think that no right. matter how, how many rhetorical knots you tie yourself into, you cannot separate the man who wrote American Psycho with the woman who directed the movie. And mm-hmm. the, the fact that people are tying themselves in knots to like with this invisible scorecard is what's driving me up a fucking wall. Like, think about mm-hmm. all, the, all the We are fucking champions of diversity, dude. Leave No Trace. We loved it. Bob mm-hmm. and Duke, we loved it. Persepolis, we loved it. The fucking think about like when when I mock something like Smart for being absolute garbage, mm-hmm. the director, the woman who directed is fully to blame for making such insufferable leads out of the same people who we we loved in. Well, at least I liked the one chick in Lady Bird. And what we do in the shadows, she's great. For some reason, in Booksmart, she's terrible. And everybody tells me Booksmart is the greatest film of all time. And I say, quit, sh- quit trying to fucking convince me something bad is good. That right. is when I, that that pandering is what I can't fucking take,
0: dude. Yeah, yeah, I can't it's, take
1: it's, it. Yeah, yeah, Lynn, right. And, I'm, th- I'm thinking of them right now, dude. Lynn Ramsey, you were never really here. It was in our top ten, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that
1: movie wasn't even half as good as her other movie. We need to talk about Kevin. Jane Campion can do no wrong. I I'm just tired of like it's like the best example is when and then I'll then I'll drop this whole thing. The best example is like you like you have this you gently tease a liberal friend for some inconsistencies and people are like, What's up, you fucking Nazi? But then they don't they don't understand that. You've actually threatened to murder a right winger hours ago on your cousin's Facebook page. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Right.
1: Like when you come to what we're frustrated about it, can you please just take it for granted? We've already dealt with the actual horrible shit and that we're nitpicking all this hypocrisy and inconsistencies Mm -hmm. of people that surround us because we are part of that bubble that we Mm -hmm. are surrounded by diverse films. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just, no, I love I just, this,
0: man. Yeah, no, just, no i I've just just want letting I, you go, dude, because like, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm fist pumping, dude. I I'm just, with you.
1: I'm just tired of – I was being pigeonholed as someone who didn't like diversity because of some shit we were saying on the podcast. It's like you don't even – you don't
0: fucking know me, bro. You know
1: what I mean? Right, do you, right. Do you know the kind of movies that we champion on here? Do you have any idea – You don't because when people like something like Penny Marshall's big and they're like, Penny Marshall is a wonderful woman's director. Get the fuck out of here. No, she's not. It made billions. Yes, but it's shit. League of their own is shit. You cannot convince me that Ava DuVernay's wrinkle in time is not shot with the fucking vision of an erectile dysfunction commercial.
2: I'm going to push (laughs) back.
1: I'm going to push back on that. Her documentaries are great but maybe they shouldn't have thrown those billions at her and told us she was amazing because she can't do a sci-fi epic. She has There was no indication that she should be doing a sci-fi epic. So when right. I, say, I say get the fuck out of here with Ava DuVernay as this, the second coming of Spielberg, I don't hate black filmmakers, you fucking idiots. Do you know right. what the movies I love? Do you have any idea who you're fucking talking to when you say that? This Mm -hmm. mysterious person who is not there to defend themselves.
2: (laughs) Anyway.
0: Anyway. No, 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 I'm I'm a hundred percent with that. And it's just like, it's one of those, it's, it's, can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, cool. No, but it's like at the end of the day, what we do and what kind of like makes us not exactly fit into the whole, like, I guess, Twitter or Facebook sort of flow of, of opinions is that at the end of the day, like we're looking at these movies and these books and, you know, and we're, and we're thinking like, are these actually good? You know, yeah, like that's I, at, at, at the end of the day, it's just like, are they, are they good? And it's not like, I think that a lot of people these days kind of go to watch movies or go to read books. And they're thinking about like all this backstory that came before, like the book. So they're thinking about the personality of the person who made it. They're thinking Mm -hmm. about uh, all this kind of like mythology that's built up around it, which by the way, hate to break it to you, is not true. That's just another story that you have decided to believe in order to enjoy this new product that you have, right? Everything's a lie, nothing's real. So at the end of the day, like when you watch something you can go into it, and you can you can be primed to enjoy it based on these kind of uh, completely falsified uh, uh, battles that you think that this is a representation of.
1: Does that and make sense? Very,
0: I don't know how it yeah, makes Yeah, and, ve-
1: and, and very performative battles. Like, like I, I just don't believe that people like *Wrinkle in Time*. I just don't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, don't. Mm-hmm. I just think I, I don't know. I, I, some, to, the reason I'm losing my mind is somebody said to me, oh, you don't like diversity in film. And I'm thinking, do I have to, do I have to create you from the ground up before you understand what I – you know, and then give you my yeah. – can I just show you my experience with film on a screen so that you can, I can get you up to speed? It's like somehow right. if somebody inter- interprets one of my sleepy rants as hating diversity in film, you're a f- <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Like clearly you don't know shit about me and my favorite films. You know what I mean? Like I don't
2: do. Do right. I
1: give enough? Sh- I was gonna say I don't give enough of a shit to set the record straight, but I just spent five minutes trying to trying to like beg the world to understand. Bro, that some, set that some, record.
0: Put, like, put the record so, on. But drop I, the but needle. I sound dude. like an
1: asshole. I sound like an asshole. I'm like well,
0: some of my best movies are black. Like it sounds like a right. fucking asshole. Dude. <laughs> but no, but like the reason why you don't is because that's literally what the whole argument is. Right. Like that's what the yeah. whole argument from the other side even is. It's so I the, mean.
1: for I'm just clumsily trying to say the same thing that any sane person would have noticed for years that the worst soul and art destroying monsters are ruining film. And everyone yeah. is like neutered into silence. Because they threw a fucking Asian woman in this movie, they're like, "Oh, here's an Asian woman in a cape, scissor legging right. villains into submission by grinding her groin on them," Ooh. and people are like, "Yes, right.
0: finally!" Right. It's like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Well, me? no, well, so so what we're not what we're saying is not that crazy, even. You know what I mean? Like, at the so at the end of the day, I think that we could all agree on a few things. Number one, that movies, at least, especially the, I mean, forever, but especially today, exist <clears> to make money. So movies have always existed to make money, but now movies exist to make ungodly sums of money, right? So those movies are run by corporations that have a board. I recently, uh, as a side note, heard that uh, this woman um, who's really awesome, she wrote this great book called American Cosmic, but she was a consultant on this movie, The Conjuring, which Mm -hmm. you saw, right? Um, And she was there at test screenings. Bro, they don't just test screen where they give people a card and they write down things that they like and don't like. They hook people's brains up to, like, to analyze their brains as they're watching The Conjuring. And they're making sure, as that movie's going on, that the right part of the little dopamine receptors in the brain are firing at the right times, okay? So when we talk about things being focus grouped, like, we're not talking about a vote by committee. We're talking about a vote by chemical, right? They're, they're trying to find out what works to get you to buy a product. So, so taking what we know about that, taking that, we know that movies exist to make money at the end of the day. And we know that people who, who want to make money will use any, they will do anything to buy a product because their, their jobs, their livelihood depends on, selling you this product they'll do anything to make you buy this thing all right so we'll take that we'll shelve it for just a <clears> second <throat> now we'll move on to the fact that we know that the way that hollywood works and this is true it's all it's all some kind of form of either extreme or mild nepotism right it's all you, who you know ex, it's it's a hundred percent who you know know it's a hundred percent who you know.
1: Mother, who you know. Lo- mother love bone shout out there
0: now, this, this doesn't matter who you are, man, woman, black, white, whatever. You get jobs in Hollywood based on who you know. You get jobs based on whether or not you're in a certain social circle. And if you know that and if you can utilize that, then you can get really far, right? It's a tool that you could use if you wanted sure. to use it. Um, so basically what that means – and again, this is regardless of you know, color, creed, whatever – What that's going to mean is that people who have the most talent are not going to be pushed to the front of these movie making. The people who have the most connections and the most friends are going to be moved to the front. Now, sometimes those people who have all those friends have talent and we end up with really good movies. Sometimes those people do not. Right. So you meld these two things together, these two things that we know to be incontrovertibly true. Number one, that they exist to make money and that they exist to, you know, like uh, against all odds, they want to appeal to as many people as possible. And then we know that the people who are actually making these things are people who don't necessarily, not intrinsically, but not necessarily they don't necessarily have talent. And you put those things together and you might end up with something like a wrinkle in time, right? Where <laughs> it's been we're, it's been workshopped Oprah within Winfrey. an inch of its life. And, Oprah Winfrey, Go ahead. and where
1: Oprah Winfrey plays a giant lettuce leaf.
0: Right, and, where it's been workshop within an inch of its life and somebody who is clearly talented, not to say that this person was, is without talent, but this person who is clearly talented who now, because of the success that they've had with the documentaries that they've made, have made the correct friends in order to acquire the funding necessary to do this thing. When those worlds collide, you can end up with a colossal piece of shit that has nothing to do with anything but the narrative that's put forward to make you watch that movie, to make to sell the tickets, will inform you that you're actually a piece of shit if you don't like that thing. Did that rant make sense? I don't know if it did. Maybe it did. It, it, made, it made some sense. I, I think I
1: follow you. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, that's where the diversity grumble comes from. Just like in a, like in the it's most basic explanation is pushing shit movies on me and swearing. They're brilliant. Right. Right. You, right. You're, you're talking about how the sausage is made, how it gets mm-hmm. to the point that gets to the point before, oh, can you hear me before yep. the shit movie gets weird to you're explaining why this keeps happening to me, I guess. Right. Why I, well, when I, one of the funniest moments, I think from our last two podcasts ago, when Rios was on, Mm-hmm. And that was, I was like, why can't racist monster Mel Gibson get, make movies
2: anymore? <laughs> right. Can he,
1: can he, please like, let's put him to work. Let's let him, let him do some good for the world. Yeah. I, I still kind of stand by that dude. Like, sure. Like a, at least, I don't know what I'm saying. Like he's, he's right now he's been, his purgatory is he's making movies with cancel fest Sean Penn. Like
2: mm-hmm. they get to
1: make, they get to make movies together. Right. Like, but would you rather see monster Mel Gibson paired up with like Ava DuVernay and see what
0: fucking beast comes out of that? I'm trying to remember who it was that I saw recently. An author that I saw recently who did something. Oh, okay. I remember who it was and I will not name this person, but they recently did a panel with Sean Penn. And so this person and Sean Penn went out and had drinks and all this kind of stuff and, You know they were chumming it up and all the pictures for Instagram and stuff like that, and it's it is interesting to me. And what I think makes like kind of like what we do have value is that at least we admit our own hypocrisies and we we're we're fully open about all the things that we're willing to compromise in order to get what we want. But like this person who's like a complete, you know, lib type person, you know, taking a picture with like. They had selective amnesia as far as. Sean they had selective <laughs> selective am, and amnesia about Sean Penn, and then you know, and then would, you look I at this. No with... Say what? I said I would hang out with Sean Penn all summer because I. So... Right, right, right. So, so, but like, but yeah, but then all of a sudden you see this person, and like, you know, you have five hundred likes on Instagram or whatever with this with this person, and it's like this doesn't add up. Like, you just you threw. You spend all, all this time beating this drum and then it goes completely away as soon as like a celeb, you know, makes of eyeballs course. at you, you know, of course. like,
2: of course, dude,
0: it's like, ever it's like all these fuckers.
1: They, they're always, they're always like lecturing people on making important art and every one of them can't wait to do a fucking comic book character.
0: Exactly. Every one of them
1: can't, they can't wait to, it, it all falls apart so quickly when you, when they fucking flash the dollars in front of them. And it's, you know, yeah. I I don't know. There's something to be said for when we talk about we're really down on rich people a lot of the time or down sure. on Sure. Yeah. because something happens at that point. But then again, like something happens at that level of of ego that something interesting can come out of it, and I think that's where Mel Gibson got interesting is mm-hmm. when he was at his absolute peak of his horribleness. That's right. when that's when like uh, Apocalypto came out of him it's like how great did that film. come out of that? how did Especially it come cool out of that film. guy
2: yeah.
1: and now and now he's kind of stuck wallowing in in this redemption uh, apology tour and we're not getting yeah. we're not getting any interesting stuff Like right. even like like Sophia coppola i love Sophia coppola mm-hmm. i like i like her uh some people didn't like like uh virgin suicides and lost in translation it's a great eye to those movies mm-hmm. i even like i the blingering even has that that kind of rich kid melancholy of hers
2: mm-hmm. goes
1: against goes against all of my beliefs. But again, I've made sure people know that I'm a hypocrite. When it comes to my sure. art, I'm, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. I will throw it all out the window. There's no reason I should like Sophia Coppola's it's nepotism, rich kid shit on parade.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I'm,
1: and I'm like, I love it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't <laughs> right. know why. I, yeah, I think
0: yeah, it's yeah. because it's unabashed. Well, dude, I love I love I love Kanye West. You know what I mean. And it's right. like and that, makes, if, and that makes no sense, right? It makes, makes no sense. sense. It makes no, no sense. sense. But like he puts out a new album, and I'm like, fuck yeah. He did the new uh, – like, What about the his new album? album? Do you like his the new album, is, album? I kind of do. It's Jesus kind of okay. It's kind of okay, yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> I shouldn't like it. There's literally – there, some... there are zero things that I should like about that album. And <laughs> I, I kind like of like it. it. I heard no. a bit of it. I you know it was doing
1: it was kind of going god 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 god, god. but mm-hmm. it did have it did have some interesting sounds to it. it it made a gospel sound kind of threatening and I thought
0: that was interesting <laughs> like, yeah gospel sounds but, kind of threatening and also like I, I love this I love the look and the sound and of of an artist losing their mind and I think yeah, every time every every rings, every, every time <laughs> every time he puts out an album it sounds like this very sonically coherent and interesting just like picture of a person who's he's been losing his mind for for 10 years dude and every album that he puts out like his the one before this one yay was Mm -hmm. not that great but it's still this thing where you're like this guy is losing it but it's compelling it's like that's what i like was
1: the what was the one that had it wasn't called Rap God. Was it just called I Am God or something? It, oh, C- I Am a
0: God. That's Yeezus. Yeah, yeah Yeezus is yeah, great, Yeezus. man.
1: Yeah. Is that the CD that has no artwork? It's just a yep. CD. That's right. I like that one. I like a lot.
0: That one's it's the great. last one. That's the last one album. I
1: liked. The other yeah. stuff I just... And a bad album cover. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, the, I can't, the, I can't Ye- fuck Ye- around with bad,
1: bad artwork. Like but yeah. but this, one, this one has a cool cover, right? Isn't it like a blue LP?
0: In mm-hmm, the front of mm-hmm. it yeah. yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. i should i should i should
1: have known you, you but he suckered you into buying a gospel album you,
0: yeah like, dude you, he totally did sucker, no it worked it worked it, it totally it totally worked it 100 worked and and i'm not gonna say that it's like great it's not great by a long shot but it's but it's interesting you know i shouldn't talk i can't talk
1: johnny cash suckered me. Well,
0: so. that's true yeah that's true yeah i mean johnny cash has done it bob dylan's done it like I mean, yeah. a, a lot, a lot of people have gone the gospel route, but, but anyway, so like, yeah, no, I mean, like, I just like interesting, weird stuff and a lot of I, my, I stuff will throw my,
1: I'll throw my ideology out the window for good art.
0: That's all almost totally hundred percent. That's all that it, like, we are ride or die art, art people. And if it's good, it's just good. It's like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, yeah, but you said all these things. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- this I don't, is good.
2: We're
0: making no sense. We're making no make, sense. Make zero sense. So we talked very little about Chernobyl, but that's fine I, with I'm, me. I'm that's, good that's, with it. That's, that's, that's fine with me. It's, it's yeah. I mean, whatever. It's fine. We put, it to, we put it to bed. We put it to bed. Yeah, this is a good one. It was uh, both the worst and maybe the best episode. Um, it it definitely I, I, it, we, we had, had good rants, but we like our, our connection we, is fucking terrible. We were, Ooh, we, we. were ba-
1: we were backed up. We had to get this shit
0: out. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. Yeah, at the at the at the end of the day, just like stop stop telling us what we're supposed to like, and show us things that are stop worthy of talking liking to us. Stop talking to me. Just do stop, that. Just stop, stop doing. Stop talking. Stop you going don't online talk. and be like be like. Why would be, you be, talk? Like when like when people go online, they're like all right, listen up, folks. I got something to tell. And it's like, just shut up, shut up. Don't talk. I I don't care. I don't, I don't care. It's like, did you make something? Did you like, did you whittle something out of, you know, ivory? Did you thatch a roof? (laughs) Did you thatch a roof? Show me the roof that you thatched. (laughs) Other than that, I don't care. If you went to your dumbass job and then like went home and wrote a book about, you know, somebody throat fucking a sandworm or something like that, like, I don't care, dude. I don't care about dude, your fucking I dumb you, books. I, I, books I might are be, dumb, bro. Like books are so might be, dumb right now.
1: This might be the fucking Lacroix talking, but I feel <laughs> like I feel like this might be we're, the, to get us out of retirement to do an episode after this is going to be tough. This meltdown episode, the Chernobyl meltdown episode, <laughs> feels like a, a satisfying conclusion. I think this Does was it? Three,
0: three hours of gibberish. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's mostly gibberish. That's all right, though. <laughs> I mean, people people seem to like it. I keep looking at the stats. I'm like, people are fucking... They're not just... They, dude, they're not just listening to this. That's so they can snipe it later and say... Ooh. They're going back. Listen, dude. They're going back, and they're listening to the old ones, which blows my mind. Like, the most plays that we have, I think, are like people listening to our most like recent go- one. And then they go yeah. back, and they listen I like to like that
1: because it's that's such a mistake. We're like the you ever see the the descent of man, the ascent of man where it shows <laughs> like a, a chimp to human. Like uh-huh. if you go back, if you go backwards, we just sort of slump over or <laughs> we get a little shorter and a little
0: shorter, and then we're just straight up monkeys by the first one.
1: We're just chimps. I,
0: well, I think well, I think it's I think it's actually it's more like a wave or a, or a thing. I think thing. Uh, the first ep. wasn't the
1: first episode just. Me yelling about somebody trying to beat me up in Shape of Water.
0: <laughs> like, I it wasn't think so. Even, it yeah. wasn't even
1: a real. We we had. Was Shape one. of Water our first episode? Yeah. Well, I'm saying it we. Was. It wasn't as. It wasn't as polished as this.
0: <laughs> po- oh yeah, yeah. This is, this is just. This is going to be a smooth listening for all of our ASMR fans. <laughs> like. <laughs> I think. I think
1: you. Can, if you listen real close, you can hear me vape a beer. <laughs>
0: oh man yeah between the sounds of like my cans clicking me vaping pacing around um rios in the background sneezing um yeah well she's she's asleep right now she's got her face mask on but can you just put uh, the
1: can you just put the the microphone up to her ear so i can do some pillow talk (laughs) can i do some i want to do some pillow talk with your wife
0: Stop fucking trying to pillow off my wife. I fucking hate it. Don't fucking pillow talk my wife, bro. <laughs> I think this is probably hey, the episode I'm going to be like. This is the, this the episode I've, I probably voice. laughed most at.
1: I'm going cool to get my DJ voice going. Put, put it up to her ear, seriously. Damn. All
0: right, cool. It's, it's up to okay. her ear right now. Uh,
1: anyway. You listen to Super Sounds of the '70s weekend all night. But,
0: no, it's still me, bitch. I Dave... knew you were gonna fucking. Oh! Do, I knew you. I knew you were gonna fucking do some <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I was good. It was oh, just getting man. good. No, that's, all right. All that's right. Probably, that's probably all a mistake. Right. That's a good. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Till next time. Burr, 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 burr.